welcome to another quick video in regards to data-driven marketing here for All Things Digital by Kite. And we already talked about what is data before. We talked about um, the customer journey in the last video. So now we talk about um, tracking, conversion tracking, for example. So what, what actually is conversion tracking, right? You want to not only run campaigns based on data, of course, and then you, and then you pray that things work out. You obviously also want to know whether or not you're successful. So you have to track your success. So you can track purchases, for example, signups, downloads, uh, visits to your landing pages, um, any event that can help you whether or not and to know whether or not you're successful. In order to do this, however, there are usually a few common challenges that we have to overcome. So one is gathering the data. Usually the data that you need is somewhere out there and data that you have that doesn't always match. And then also the data that you have is not always accessible or formatted in the right way. So you have like different data types, for example, floating around so that you cannot just compare all of them. So usually the accessible formatted data that we have is like rather small compared to all the data that we, that we have and the data that we would like to have. Then putting this data together is obviously also a challenge because you need to know where do I get the data from? How do I format it so that I can compare it, um, that it makes sense, and so that you're not just making things up. Also, what happens quite frequently is that we create data silos. You know those silos, right? Where you store um, whatever you want to store in there. Um, so it's, it's imagined you have like data from your potential target audience, like behavioral data, for example, and or demographic data, or psychographic data, and so on. But you had you don't find a way to actually match them, which could be an issue, right? So collecting data in those in silos and stacking them up and collecting lots of data is rather easy, but then making it uh, work to mix them, connect them, compare them is rather difficult. That's where you maybe would want to think about either building an in-house team that focuses on data or um, find the right agency to work with to outsource this task. A few example strategies that, that could help understand what you can do once you actually um, collect the data um, follow now. So for example, you could um, use weather data to predict um, customer buying patterns. So, or let's just imagine Grab, Grab, Grab sorry, Grab or here in Thailand or Uber uh, and so on. So when it starts to show that it's going to rain, like at 3 p.m. today, for example, I just checked the weather before I um, took this video, it says 80% chance of rain. So I'm, I checked this and then I see, okay, it's going to probably going to rain. Um, lots of people are going to Uber or Grab because they don't want to get wet, right? So then Grab could prepare for that. I'm not saying or Uber, I'm not saying that they're going to um, hike prices, but you know what's happening, what happens when it's raining, right? This could be for rides, for uh, food, for whatever. You also want to um, look at creating a hub to centralize all the data. Because if you're, again, what we said earlier, if you have the data in all those silos, it's hard to combine them and then to use them together. So if you centralize all the information that you're collecting in a single platform, rather than in different platforms, it makes it easier. I'll give you an example. So we worked here for a client that should not be named. Um, a rather big client, an online marketplace here, and they actually have different systems for different teams. So let's assume they would have like a team that has that that sells like cars, for example, and then another team that sells property, for example. But they work for the same company, 
but those teams use different systems, different backends, and those backends are not related. Sounds strange. That's the case, though. Um, not necessarily with the same examples, but yeah, you, you see where I'm getting at. So you should definitely have a centralized platform um, where all the information is being stored because there could be some cross-reference possibilities. You never know if you don't try, right? So that would make it much, make it much easier. You should definitely also, as a no-brainer, use demographic data, of course, because that improves ad performance uh, immensely. So, as, and that's the easy data to collect because social media will help you with this. So use demographic data. That could be one of the first steps actually that you could be doing. You could also use trends from one marketing channel to influence or to see what works in another one. So if you say, okay, this certain kind of video seems to work on Instagram very well, for example, maybe that also, this is a similar style, not the same video, don't just cross post all the time, of course, but a similar style, maybe a similar style could also work on another platform. And then you can try that. In order to measure success, to see if you're really successful, you should measure success in smaller steps. Not just, do I make my money in the end? So yeah, that's the overall goal, of course. But you could also look at, um, do I achieve goal ABC until I reach that overall goal, which is um, yeah. increase in revenue. Uh, you could also use PPC, um, pay-per-click, PPC, CPC, to get more from the email list, I believe. If you want to know more on this, we also have an article coming up on how to improve your email marketing. And you can also look at um, how, how industry changes actually impact your campaigns because luckily things aren't always staying the same within our industries, right? So when something changes within the industry, uh, does it impact your campaigns and how does it impact your campaigns? Data will tell you. So now that you understand this, the question of course is how do we set up a data-driven strategy? And I have a checklist for you, of course, it's in, in the blog post and it's also going to be like in, in, in the longer videos, of course, that you can check out on the, on the link. Um, where you can just go through the step one would be set up objectives for the data, step two, gather the data, step three, collect and organize the data, step four, build a team, step five, get the organizational buy-in, step six, measure, track progress and so on. So you can just check all those things when you want to take, um, take, so you can check all the things when you check out the article. Um, or the long form video here. Okay, that's it for today. Um, one more coming up where we recap everything and I hope it helps so far. If you have any questions, please do shout out. We try to get back to you as soon as possible.